The MTG Podcast is a virtual space for women and men in the tech and creative industries. Tune in as we put it all on the table, sharing authentic life truths as we sustain and empower each other in search of our tribe. We're more than a designer. We're more than our name badge. We're more than the work we produce. Welcome to the More Than Graphics Podcast. We're We're that that tribe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the More Than Graphics Podcast. I am Danielle. And I'm Cicely. (laughs) And today we have one, a really cool guest, um, because we want to always advocate for other places and spaces that are doing the same things we are doing. Um, But I also want to really talk about this topic of possibilities, which is our theme for March. Um, If you're new to this space, if you've never heard us talk before, we go on and on about, (laughs) you know, community. And we talk about girls. We talk about sometimes girl parts. We talk about food (laughs) and advocacy. And, you know, self-care was our topic for for February. This month is really about possibilities. We're taking the things that we learned from our self-care journey. And now we're going to apply it to maybe open some doors for us, uh, maybe invite some opportunities in that wasn't there before. So this is something I am very passionate about because I do this all the time, but only on a digital basis as a graphic designer and a business owner. Cicely, I know that you open lots of possibilities in your job as a nurse. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Some possibilities I didn't even know existed sometimes. So yeah. <laughs> so I think that's really important as we, again, walk into the season of possibilities. March is coming. For some of us, it still means um, the cold is still around um, here in Kentucky. We are actually in the middle of an ice storm as we speak right now, covered by snow and ice, um, and it's only accumulating even further. So again, wherever you are, whether it's sunny where you are or (laughs) blistering cold where we are, (laughs) we just want to keep, again, opening that door or possibilities, how to turn that negative and turn it into a positive. So today we have a really cool guest to kind of open that up today. Deneen L. Garrett elevates the voices of women of color through diversity, equity, and inclusion, plus talent development and podcasting. She is the creator and host of an intimate conversation with women of color podcast. Welcome, Deneen to the show. Well, thank you so much, Danielle and Cicely. Hello, hello. (laughs) Hi. I'm really glad that you're here. Um, For people who really don't know what you do, can you give us a little bit of a snapshot or preview? Yeah. So I'm in the diversity, equity, inclusion, and talent development space. So that's what my career is in. And what's interesting, and that's part of the story and the possibilities, but what's interesting is I manage our women of color program in the talent development space. And so as we get to talk, you know, it's kind of like how I backed into it, if you will, or how that door was open for me to get here. But right now it's brand new for me. Um, started doing it in January and it's uh, it's going on its third year, the program is, and it's for high potential, high performing um, women of color at our company. And it's an awareness type of program for them and for their supervisors. That's how it started. And so this year it's elevating and there's like three, four other components that have been added to it. That is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Very (laughs) exciting. We talk about all the time, like how new things can spark, you know, even bigger things. And so this is kind of happening for you right now in this particular area. (laughs) Isn't it funny how that works? (laughs) 
And you're just so excited when you talk about like the enthusiasm, you're moving around. I love it. I love hearing you talk about it. It seems like you you truly enjoy the work you do. I do. And the thing about it is I have to like, uh, uh, because what I have been doing for the last almost five years just shifted. Right. So I had to like, okay, wait (laughs) and go to what I'm doing now. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And that's so awesome that you are finding that joy in that pivot. There's so many of us that when we make that pivot, it's kind of like sandpaper um, for the first like, you know, three months or so. But here you are like totally in that purpose. And yes, I pivoted. And yes, this is cool. And yes, I'm energetic about it like that energy yeah. just goes a long way so it really does <laughs> I love it um, but I'm gonna go yeah. all the way back to the beginning like what did you yeah. want to be growing up that kind of yeah. led you to where you are right now okay so what's interesting is when I was little I did want to be an attorney I wanted to be a lawyer um, but then it's like uh, nope not trying to go to school you know not that long not trying to really you know to be an attorney you have to really study <laughs> You know, you have to know stuff, know facts. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So that was as a younger person. But when I actually graduated high school and went to college, I was pursuing social work. So I was there and I'm like, yeah, well, there's no money in this unless I go and get a master's. And again, yeah, not trying to do that. (laughs) So, you know, just went on, lived life, (laughs) fast forward to, and, and, you know, and I've been out of college for a while and even, you know, at this time. But um, so fast forward it to, let's say 2006, um, I was preparing, I said I wanted to move to Las Vegas. So I currently live in Detroit and I wanted to move to Las Vegas because I was interested in events. So where else do you go for events, right? Vegas. And so I started looking into that move, right? And it was a long process. It took about three years before it actually happened. And so, yeah, yeah. And so my prayer was, to learn my purpose and passion. Get to Vegas, um, was exposed to our employee resource group conference, which falls up under diversity and inclusion. And there it was, there was my answer. I want a career in this. I love that. <laughs> Boom, like lightning, like right. There it was. And there it was, right? Right. Divine so intervention. It's like 2009, 2010, right? After you shall receive. Um, and, and that's kind of what happened for me. So that was there. Um, and then still in Vegas for, uh, until 2012, moved back to Detroit. Again, it never left, right? So in the interim, I was doing the work. I was involved with our employee resource group. I was leading this, leading that, increasing membership, you know, doing, doing all of that work and connecting with the people in diversity and inclusion and say, hey, I want to be here. You know, like, what do you guys do? And just expressing interest and what are you looking for and making sure that I stay connected with them and would drop, you know, notes here and there and say, hey, you know, how are you? This is what I'm up to. Yes. And so that went on until I moved back, um, still pursuing it. And then um, 2015, um, went back to the conference, right, and talked to the chief diversity officer. And she asked me, she's like, what do you want? And I was like, well, lead consultant diversity to start. And she's like, oh, okay. So now that's September of that year. Again, fast forward, talk to her executive director, you know, about working in the group, you know, just to learn and, you know, that info, um, informational interview. And January comes and goes, and I was talking to a mentor and I said, hey, I need to follow up with that person. And before I could even follow up, I had an email from him to let me know that they were hiring. 
<laughs> wow. That is amazing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so interviewed for it. And, um, you know, like I said, I had been in a row for like five years. This is awesome. And I absolutely love you were able to give us that scope and range because so many people right. feel like sometimes, especially us young millennials, I feel like it has to happen <laughs> yesterday. Um, right. That, you know, that journey in between is like irrelevant when actually it's all the right. little pieces in between the journey that actually make it the most fruitful experience before you even get to the, to the yeah. end or get to the prize that you were trying to get to. Um, so it's all about, you know, the journey, guys. It's not really about the destination. It's about that journey in between. How amazing is that? I mean, that is such an amazing, like good results right there. <laughs> that had to have been one heck of an email for you to be opening up and be like, what? <laughs> right. It was crazy. I'm like, I'm, I, I told, I'm like, oh, I need to reach out. And I didn't even have to. And, and so half the interview and you're right. You're spot on. It's a journey. And even for me in a podcasting, I had to recognize, I'm, you know, cause you're part of, I'm part of a, a podcasting group and, you know, you see people like, oh, I had, you know, a thousand downloads or I had this and I had that. And I just started yesterday and I'm like, well, good Lord, you know what I'm saying? But then here's the thing. That's not my journey. Right. My journey is to be able to be on your podcast, on mm -hmm. other podcasts, have conversations, mentor all of that and tell them this is what I went through. You know, yes. this is what got me. And it's a continuum as opposed to, oh, yeah, I launched and then I had like a thousand downloads in a minute. Well, where's the story in that? Like, right. what is going to learn from that? And so that's how I look at everything that I do. And I recognize that everything is a journey. It's 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 something for you to share other people, something for them to see and to be able to aspire to. I love that. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I mean, where's, where's the journey in that? Um, I'm like, <laughs> I love that. I'm really like, we take notes. So you may notice that we like, you know, take a moment to kind of like type that out. We love being able to reshare this with our followers as well. So again, yeah. you may see some alignment listeners and viewers that are able to, to, to hear our voices or see our faces. This is what it looks like. Um, this is what, you know, true um, camaraderie in a lot of areas look like and so when people say i don't know what that looks like or i don't have an example here's one right here <laughs> of giving each other possibilities to work um, with each other and i absolutely love the idea of um, again just kind of being open to the idea of doing more and being thorough in that follow-up because i feel like that's the number one thing that i'm seeing consistently i um, mean hearing you share your story specifically is I got to be, I got to be after it in order for it to come to oh, me. Yeah. And oh, I feel like that is something that, again, sometimes some of us, we just don't, we, we're not there. You know, we don't, we don't see that connected dots just yet. No. And, you know, and so during the process of the interview, so in order to prepare for the interview, I had to create, which eventually I learned was a SWOT analysis. So that's gotcha. strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So I had to prepare that for a segment and I chose a segment and I went to a community center to learn more about that particular se segment in preparation. And I even had someone create a cartoon for me. So I wanted to show like three different scenarios and I had this person um, create the cartoon. And so the night before the interview, I picked up my son who at the time, I think he was maybe in a ninth or 10th grade. And I showed it to him and he was like, mom, I guess you do have to put in the work to get what you want. So, ah. yeah. So exactly what you just said, I was able to like, okay, showing him, because I do, I, my son is 19 now. I tell him, 
you know, this is what I, this is what I want. And this is what I'm doing to get there. And in this particular case, I was able to like, here, here's what I've done. Here's the other extra step I've taken. And to be able to say, I got the job. And then to be like, I have it. And it, it wasn't a job. It hadn't been a job. I haven't worked in five plus years because they paid me to passionately pursue my purpose. And so I haven't worked out, you know, and lots of travel, which is my thing, events. Remember, I told you I moved to Vegas for events. I'm doing all the things and having a great time with it. So that also leads to how did I end up with the podcast? So um, one of my segments is LGBTQ+. And there is a uh, organization and they have an annual conference. And so in 2017, I created a panel for LGBTQ plus women of color and allies, right? And I was thinking, I'm like, well, we are women of color in this space, right? Because the majority um, seems to be white men. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to create this panel. And so in 2017, I created the panel, uh, moderated the panel, did it again the next year, different focus did it again the following year, 2019, again, a different focus, different panelists. And it was like one of their most popular, you know, each, each year. And again, I'm bringing and highlighting amplifying women of color because for the second year they have 6,000 people. And I think the percentage of people of color, no, specifically black people was less than 6%. Yeah. And so in like five of them were with me because <laughs> of the panel. Right. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm contributing, you know, contributing to those numbers. But anyway, so in 2020, I'm like, how do I level up? I had already kind of toy with a podcast and, you know, the year before I'm like, OK, I want to do a podcast. But that was about it. So now it's 2020. It's the beginning of the year. And I'm like, oh, I can do a podcast of this panel. And so, you know, reached out to a couple people like, you know, to, you know, asking them what do they think you know should I just should I open it up to all women of color and one person who happened to be in a community was like no just stick with this and so I I was going with that I was going to do it specifically for LGBTQ plus women of color and allies and I happened to share it in a Facebook group and um, the person responded and we were you know vibing I said would you like to be a guest and she said yes She's not in the community. So my very first guest was a a woman of color. You know, she is an ally and all of that. But so I said, you know what? I'm going to open it up to women of color, period, in general. And so that's where it came from. So I say from panel to podcast, this is my journey. And that's how I'm here. I launched it on um, Good Friday of 2020. And when I launched it, and if you know anyone listens to the welcome um, episode, you'll hear me say, I commit to doing one a month. I've done one every week since. And I have guest booked through just yes. <laughs> Yes. Now that is the power of good medicine right there. I am so behind that. And is that, is that even more affirming? I mean, Cicely, this is kind of also similar where we said, we're only going to do this, you know, one time a month. And here we are bonus episode after bonus episode after coming to us after, you know, just the list continues. How, and let me ask random side question. How good does that feel to kind of have that kind of validation knowing that you were thinking about, a, you know, a possible, this could be a mm-hmm. possible realm for me going from panel to podcast and then actually having that affirmation, knowing that, yes, this is the, the lane that I need to be in. 
Yeah. And so what's interesting as far as the affirmation and kind of where I come up with that tag is, and this was last week's guest, and I shared it with her when um, I was talking with her, but I read her book over the summer. It's about downtime by Arlen Hamilton. And in the book, in the book, she talks about write your own headline. Bam, that's what I did. And so that's kind of where that's from, you know, and so there, and I do the ellipsis afterwards, like from panel to podcast, this is my journey, dot, 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 because there's more to it. And I'm experiencing that as I go. And, and what's happening as well is I'm having these catch up to the vision moments. And what those are, I'm ha- talking to people and they said, oh, well, what about this? Like, have you ever considered like coming to, I forget where this person was, but Indiana and and doing an event like, uh, no, or maybe I should, right? Because I'm catching up to the vision. But I've had so many of those, right? And so it's just letting me know. And I look at them like, it's people who are seeing around my corner before I get there. And they're kind of like dropping it. And so it's up to me to catch up to that vision for my life. I definitely agree with that. I love how, like, when we're talking about your journey, like, especially, like, when we mention, like, certain groups of people who don't like to, you know, necessarily do the work, the in-between sometimes. We like we love to see the success stories, but sometimes we like to kind of right, zoom right. on through, <laughs> you know, through all the hard stuff and not um, to do that. I love how you mentioned that, um, like, I was expecting you to say, oh, yeah, like, you know, how this dream of moved to Vegas. I moved in, like, six months. And then, you know, and you said three years. I said three years. <laughs> <laughs> gave me a little anxiety I was like three whole years but then clearly by the time you finally made it to Vegas it was the right time for you to be there it was in the time you were supposed to and then everything just kind of it spiraled from there in you know in the best way possible towards what you were going to but like I said when I heard that three years like Daniel took the words out of it I was like oof three years right (laughs) I know I know and then here's the thing too Look, I just, it came and went or whatever, but you know, it is, it's part of the journey and what happens in those three right. years. That was the year that I was supposed to have it because they had right. created new positions, segments. They didn't have the segments before. Right. So had I gotten a job before then, I probably would not have enjoyed it as much as I do because, or did, because it allowed me to do everything that I love doing, creating programs, doing events, traveling, um, you know, having those segments and that focus, being able to go to that LGBTQ plus conference, you know, or before getting there, but preparing my peers and thinking like, where are the people of color? Women of color (laughs) specifically, right? And then being able to create a platform for them. I would not have been able to do that prior to 2016. So it is about timing and you have to just go with it. And even the role that I have now, so I told you, it's like a kind of a circle for me. So the role that I have now, um, I was interested in being in a program and I expressed interest in being in a program, you know, I fit fit the criteria. I didn't get to go through the program, but guess what? I'm leading the program. (laughs) so you know I look at it God said you know what you're you're more than that you're more than just being a participant you don't want this (laughs) this is yours now (laughs) this is yours but that's awesome and you brought up um you actually something you said led me to my next question which I'd already had but it was like the perfect segue into it like when like I thought it was funny how when you mentioned um diversity conferences and inclusion conferences how like 
where, where's the diversity at these conferences? So that was like the same thing I've noticed yeah. too. Like as a kid, I'd gone to some conferences. I went to a private school. So clearly not so much diversity and inclusion there. So I went to a similar conference and it's like one of those things that you see and you're just like, okay, where, where are the other people that look like me? There's gotta be more. Right. Um, so my question for you is what possibilities do you see for women of color in your field specifically? Yeah, so actually last year, so again, another extension of this whole panel, um, I created a LGBTQ plus women speaker series, right? Awesome. And so, yep, I created a speaker series because women in that space, you know, appears to be a minority. But when you actually look right. at the number that have self-identified, it's actually more women that are LGBTQ plus than men. Again, it's all who self-identify. Um, but then, you know, you start looking at women of color, then that number shrinks, right? And so what my thing was, it's a women of, it's a LGBTQ plus panel for women, speaker series for women. However, I'm going to make sure that women of color are in those seats. Right. And as a matter of fact, I want to, it's most likely that they will be the majority of every panel because I want to normalize seeing women of color and not just in spaces specific for women of color. And so I was able to do that, right? So you have to, when you're in a position, when you have what, you know, people talk about privilege, when you have, you know, certain things you're able to do, make it your own. You know, if you're trying to create spaces for women of color, put them wherever you can. You know, put them there. It's not just, oh, it's Black History Month, you know, so we're just going to talk. No, we're going to talk about it all the time because I want to normalize that, normalize that conversation, normalize you seeing it. There was an article today that someone shared with me, and it was uh, about women leaving the workplace, and they had a Black woman. What I loved about that is, is that it wasn't an article on women of color leaving. It wasn't an article on Black women leaving. It was an article on women leaving. And you all, I'm sure you know that when people talk about women, they're usually talking about white women. So for this this article to include a black woman or use her, that normalizes seeing us. And again, not in just specific spaces for us. It makes it a part of the everyday experience as it should the be. everyday but, experience. Right. Absolutely. Like you flip in a magazine, Absolutely. you see an article and then you're, instead of, like you said, instead of seeing black women leaving the workplace or this particular type of women, it's just women in general, because at the core, we are all just women. Color Absolutely. is the secondary, but you know, the women should be, that should be the united front in things of that nature. So I totally agree with that. Yes. United States of women. Bring it on, (laughs) y'all. Hashtag. (laughs) Right, right. I like it. (laughs) Yes, I'm for this. I absolutely love um, all the little nuggets and bits that you have left behind. I'm literally just reading the notes that both Cicely and I are taking. Um, Normalize seeing women of color in spaces that normally don't have women of color. Um, This is a huge topic that we talk about all the time. We're all both all three of us are at proud advocates of this um, and creating those spaces for us because a lot of times mm-hmm. um, we know that we can't necessarily rely on other people that don't look like us to create those spaces. So we have to create them for ourselves. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, yeah. I love the journey from going from panel to podcast. I think that's the number one <laughs> recurring theme um, that I keep hearing over and over again from you. And so I'm very like, 
I have done this one time before where I've recorded a panel and turned it into an audio podcast. I really want to pick your brain about maybe some basic tips that you have learned, maybe from the very beginning in turning your panel into a podcast that could help other people who were also interested in similar spaces. Yeah. So honestly, I just did it. So again, if, when you listen to my welcome, I say I Nike it and I just did it because I was him and hawing. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And I talked to a coach and what he said to me is you and I could talk to the same audience, say the same thing, however they would receive it from you before me because they needed to hear that from you. And it wasn't that he was saying, you know, woman versus man. He wasn't saying that at all. What he was saying is there's some people out there that want to hear what I have to say. So go ahead. And so after he said that, I'm like, okay, because I was, I, I was hesitant and I didn't know why. So he, he poured into me. And then I started reading a book um, by Brene Brown, Daring Greatly. And it was the first time I had ever read anything from her. But the, I think the very first chapter, she starts talking about vulnerability. And I'm like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> I was fearful or being, of being vulnerable. I'm like, mm. I have to have everything, you know, the professional photos and the, this and the, that. And no, you don't. Just get started and build as you go. Because, again, you, you go and check that, that first episode out, the first few, and even with the, the first guest. You hear sirens in the background because sis is in New York, right? So you hear New York. <laughs> yes. Right? You hear all kinds of things. But then as you progress, you're like, oh, okay, the sound quality is a little bit better. And, you know, I even, you know, got a microphone and use it on occasion, you know, earpieces, recording my closet. Yes. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I'm fact, with you right? on that. Okay. <laughs> but you have to start somewhere and it's all okay because guess what? It's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. Now you could, if you want to, just wait and make sure you have everything checked off, and you know, spend money on the on the equipment, paying the you know the money for websites and graphics. You know, of course, we want that. You know, and other things, but you don't have to. Right. And then just go. You know, grow as you go. Right. And that's what I'm like with the pod, with the podcast group, and I believe we're. I think we're all in the same. Um, podcast group the women of color podcasters yes but you know and then in the insiders but learning those things and those tips right after a woman had interviewed me a few weeks ago and when she sent it she sent her questions on the document it had her picture like her graphic so now I include my graphic so you (laughs) know you pick up things from people like you know in zoom okay um Arlen, who I interviewed, she's like, oh, let's do, I was on Anchor, you know, just recording straight from mm-hmm. Anchor, like, okay, I'm going to call you first and then text you the link. And she's like, oh, let's do Zoom. So now going forward, I'm going to do Zoom. Yes. You, know, you pick up those things and you grow and, mm-hmm. and you're able to go and say, well, this is where I started. Look yes. where I am today. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. I love this. I love the scope of range again. There's so many people, both women in tech industries that are, they may be in the beginning, they may be in the middle or they're going toward the end. You can still gain so much value from this conversation and understanding one, your journey as a whole, but then two, like you said, I'm not done yet. I'm still going, I'm still growing and it doesn't stop technically. It just keeps going and going and you just become better and better versions of ourselves. So I 
love everything that you've mentioned today. Of course, we're going to use your phrase, I Nike did. Um, we're going to coin that. That's one of our favorite quotables again for this episode. Because um, we just love things along those lines, those wonderful buzzwords that help people better understand and grasp um, the possibilities um, that are available yeah. to them. Any other additional stories that you want to share from your life that maybe something that you didn't think was possible for you, but it became possible for you outside of your overall journey? <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? So really, because I thought about that beforehand, really the whole Las Vegas thing, right? Yeah. The whole Las Vegas thing. That was thing, huge. That, that was huge. That was mm-hmm. huge. I had, I mean, that was the first, I took a leap. I, I didn't even go away to college. I went to a local college. So for me to decide I'm moving to the whole other side and didn't know anybody, I picked my son up. You know what I'm saying? And we moved over. And again, it took three years. I made the decision in 2006. And then it actually happened in 2009, but it happened again when it was supposed to, when things aligned, because prior I was going to quit my company, which I just celebrated 20 years in 2020. Oh, congrats. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. But I didn't have to because they ended up opening a call center. (laughs) And so, and I was able to get that role, right? Mm. It's timing, you know, it's timing is for you to recognize like, okay, it's, it's not happening now, but let me keep putting, you know, putting in that work. Let me keep. And then again, sometimes you make a decision, you want to do something, but you, you know, just for whatever on a whim. And it may not like you really don't want to do that. But again, if three years later, you're still thinking about it, you're putting it, you know, making the efforts to make it happen. Then yeah, that, that thing is probably for you. You know, you, I try to take, I take everything as like a lesson. There's something for me to learn and everything and that whole reason and season and all of that. I believe in all of that. Like it's, it's truly timing. And I just keep going like, Oh, okay. (laughs) I'll just do this thing over here. Yes. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yes. I love this because again, there's people right now in these seasons, they're right. They're in the midst of the season Um, for people who are really having a hard time, you know, around COVID right now, they're in a season Um, for Mm -hmm. people who are, you know, dealing with, you know, relationships or work in general around their nine to five, the stress from being an entrepreneur um, after five and the stress of being an employee from nine to five, you know, there's all kinds of different levels in avenues and ebbs and flows uh, of that type of, of stressor. And I totally understand yeah. that. Um, and, and understanding that reasoning and that seasoning, as you mentioned before, seasons and reasons um, of doing the things that you need to do when the time is right. It's just being open to that possibility. Mm-hmm. Just um, being open. Yeah, I love that. And this is such a great testimony of that. Um, so thank you for sharing this. Oh, my goodness. You're um, you just never know in this season, of, you know, the season of all things COVID. You never know when people what people are bringing in. And so we always appreciate it when we have this amazing amount of positive energy, just people who right. are ready to just share and openly be honest in that sharing. That is a, such a great gift. We receive that openly. I do anyway. <laughs> I receive that openly. <laughs> sure. and yeah, Cicely, uh, right. I'm just like this is great i love conversations like bring it all bring it all <laughs> bring all the goodness we just we're all for that what advice can you offer our listeners who are seeking doors unopened to them right now and we touched yeah. a little bit on this just previously about being open and being patient in that way and things along those lines um but is there any specific advice we talked about starting and then we just talked about you know being um timely is there any other advice yeah. you want to offer anyone who who's looking for that unopened door 
Yeah, absolutely. So what I'll say is number one is building relationships. You have to build relationships. It's good, you know, for you to know people. It's better for people to know you. Yeah. Wow, she nailed that easy. <laughs> Just check that box off, everybody. I mean, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously, though, on a real, I'd say, you know, one of the number ones is that. And then, of course, you need to bring something to the table, right? So, you know, you can know a whole bunch of people. They can know you. But if you're not bringing anything to the table, then nobody is going to ask you to come sit down. So that's the second piece to it. You know, you see something that you want, you want a particular role, learn about that role. Like who's doing that thing that I want to do? Let me, you know, check them out on LinkedIn, you know, do an internet search or whatever. How do they get to where they are? Ask for a conversation. Hey, you have a few minutes. Can I talk to you and be very specific about what it is you're looking for from them? Because some people don't have a lot of time. And so you need to know what it is that you want from them. Share with them, you know, okay, hey, this is what I'm interested in doing. Here's some things that I've done. To, to get there, right? Because people want to hear about that too. Like, okay, don't just come to me and say, you know, several people have said, oh, I just got my degree and now I want to go into this particular field. Well, what have you done other than get a degree, which is great, but what else have you done? Right. You can do with or without a degree, but put in that work. Like, have you checked to see who's doing that? Like, have you checked to see, you know, w- what they've done to get there? Have you started doing those things? Are you volunteering? Right. Because, you know, have, being able to put on your resume different things, it doesn't have to be a job that you were paid to do. It could be something you volunteer to do. Podcasting. There is so much that we can put down on a resume from podcasting. What? Producer, uh, host, uh, creator, uh, content. I mean, my Lord, you know, there's so much that you can put down. Writer. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? There's so much. And so you have to start. Thinking about, like, look at all of that. But again, it's relationships. Relationships, being able to tap into those people, being able to connect with those people. You know, again, how did you get to where you are? This is what I'm interested in doing. This is what I've done to get there. Is it okay if I reach out to you, you know, quarterly or something just to let you know what I'm doing? You know, and at some point, they'll think of you. And then also, when I said as far as bring something to the table, be able to demonstrate, demonstrate, right? So there's that exposure, there's that visibility. LinkedIn is great for that. Write an article, write a post. What are you up to? What are you doing? Comment on stuff. So things that are in alignment with, with whatever it is that you want to do, connect with those people who are doing it. Also demonstrate that you have some type of knowledge in that. And LinkedIn is a great way and or having your own website and to be able to communicate that. But that's, off, that ties into or that's how people get to know you and get to know what you bring to the table. Yeah, I absolutely love the LinkedIn suggestions because those are just great hidden gems that people do not take advantage of enough. So um, this is something I'm a little bit guilty of myself, um, but now I'm starting to better understand that more and more now, especially when it comes to people asking me questions. So I'll have a lot of, you know, graphic design interns that are now messaging me for advice because they're trying to get into this field a little bit deeper, or they're trying to know more about um, marketing over a span of time and, or asking me specifically about how can I stay in this game longer? Um, What, what sustained you, you know, things along those lines. So, um, I definitely am on the receiving end of LinkedIn, but I need to do more <laughs> of giving that back out because I definitely have a lot more to give and to share on the realms of, you know, graphic design and digital marketing. But um, yeah, articles is, is, the, is the spot. 
I got to figure it out. I got to dive into that. I just need to make a habit of just like maybe weekly something for myself. Yeah. But for our mm-hmm. listeners out there, this is a great tool. Like Denise not playing when he talks about LinkedIn. That is a great <laughs> advice. What are some possibilities that you see for yourself this year? Like, where are you going this year? Oh, you know what? So I'm coasting right now. And when I say coasting, it's because things are in alignment, right? I have the Women of Color podcast and I'm constantly working to elevate that, right? Um, But I also have the Women of Color program, you know? And so all of that just ties in. And like I said, I'm at that dot, dot, dot. I'm at that, okay, you know, catching up to the vision, you know, for people to drop those things into for me to like, okay, where you're going. But I'm really, honestly, for me right now, it's coasting because I'm focused on the program and it all ties in because it's going to, you know, put me out there to look for more women who can speak on certain things, right? Certain topics for the program, which also, you know, exposes me to more women who could be on a podcast. I'm in a phase of executing. So not posting because some people can listen to that and oh, she's just sitting back and not doing anything. No trust. You know, trust because, you know, working with people creating a microsite, you know, for for the Women of Color program, like about to launch that, you know, again, I just started this in January and I'm already about to launch a microsite. Right. And that's huge. And that's just one of the components Um, and then so on and so forth. But again, they all tie in together and it's only going to just help me to level up because it's pushing me. Right. So what I'm doing in the work is definitely helping me with the podcast and vice versa. So that's a focus of mine for this year, making sure I have those women I can, hey, you know, men, whomever, you know, like, hey, you know, those mentors, right? Those people who advocate for you, those people that you can go to and you can say, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. What are your thoughts? You know, and just really, you know, putting that, putting a bow around that to be able to say, well, these are my people. Port team. We all need that. Yep. That's wonderful. Your, your yeah. tribe, all of that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. We're bigger out tribes over here. <laughs> we really are. Tribes, tribes is kind of like our thing where we're big about the tribes. <laughs> um, I absolutely love this conversation. I am so thankful you were able to share one, your, your personal story, your personal journeys, and that being such inspiration for myself. And I'm sure many other listeners who are very inspired by finding the possibility in the moment and then also being patient in that way for the next possibility um so thank you so much for sharing that truth with us because many more of us need to hear especially in the field for women in tech and women creatives thank you and thank you for showing us it's okay to actually enjoy um once you've kind of reached a certain level and like i understood exactly what you meant by coasting like you're just in the zone you're focused on you know the things that you've been dreaming up and cultivating all this time so i understood what you meant by coasting but sometimes we forget to kind of just enjoy that part of the journey which is just like you know hey i've reached this level that i wasn't sure i would get to i'm here now let me take a step back and actually just enjoy it instead of aspiring to the next big thing or aspiring to the next goal and you know running towards that let, let me just sit back yeah. enjoy um you know develop the fruits of my labor and just like you said coast for a little bit in that joy yeah. so i'm glad that you mentioned that as well it's back our flash questionnaire 2.0 is in full effect check out these responses your favorite international cuisine seafood <laughs> Ooh, okay um your the favorite room in your house front room coffee or tea Ooh, coffee <laughs> that was you coffee. <laughs> Harry Potter or Star Wars? Star Wars. Digital or physical books? Physical. I think you are so both. 
the 99% majority, like some people say both, but at the end of the day, it's still just the physical books, just feeling it, touching, smelling. So you're in the vast majority. <laughs> um, if you could go back in time, where would you go and whom would you see? Oh, I would go back to my, oh, see, this was going to be kind of sad, but I would go back to probably being around age 12 um, to see my dad. Oh, well, I love that. That's very sweet and very sentimental. So I love that for you. Um, a gift you've recently received. Oh, so I, oh, this is a great one. So one of my um, friends, colleagues, uh, she sent me a T-shirt and a mask that she had customized for my um, podcast. And something you did in 2020 that you never thought you would. Not leave the house for uh, a while. <laughs> Right. On my couch, just looking outside. Yeah. Just wishing, wanting. <laughs> right. <Pretty much>. Longing. <laughs> you puppy eyes when you look at your car now, right? Like we're all just kind of yeah. whimper. <laughs> right. Or so, you know, not move, like just, just still was. Be still. You know, right. Still. And, you know, quarantine, state of mind, all of that. Yeah. Be sure to follow Deneen L. Garrett, found at Twitter and Instagram at Intimate with W-O-C. That's Twitter and Instagram at Intimate with W-O-C. And just like that, the episode ends, but the convo has just begun. Thanks for listening to the MDG podcast. We want to hear from you. If you enjoyed our podcast, give it a review on your listening app of choice. Continue to follow our page and look out for bonus content releases throughout the year. This podcast is produced by Octane Design Studios. Until next time. Danielle with the More Than Graphics podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, you'll appreciate this. Did you know that we offer an online course series to watch anytime, anywhere to help you level up your digital marketing? Well, my new Q1 Essentials is available now to help you obtain quick tips and tricks for digital marketing. What's inside Q1 Essentials, you ask? Well, it's a series of mini courses to help you make the best of your digital branding and marketing. It's showcasing how we mass produce our blog posts, plan out our entire social media calendar, check and maintain Squarespace SEO, setting quarterly goals, and more. This course series also includes free planning printables to help you map out your quarterly digital content. I know, right? Watch anytime, anywhere for one low cost. Learn quick and apply these skills to your brand. Does this interest you? Sign up online at lexoctane.com.